budget apps. Some of you might have heard of them, to others this might be a totally new concept. But whether you know about them or not, they do exist, and to some, they are one of the best things that ever happened. In the turn of the 21st century, when smartphones started to dominate our daily lives, almost everything that we do has been dependent on these tiny computers that are always with us all the time. We had been dependent on these gadgets on everything that we do from monitoring our steps, checking emails on the go, checking social media, capturing photos, ordering food, and many other daily functions. However, a certain percentage of the world population are dependent on their smartphones for one more important task, budgeting. According to a study done by Bankrate, a website that helps consumers compare products and financial rates, 34% of 18 to 34-year-olds have at least one budgeting app on their mobile device. There are a lot of budget apps out there. There are some that offer their services for free in exchange of the information that you will provide through analyzing your spending habits. There are some that offers the service in a monthly subscription basis. Forbes.com explains how budgeting apps work, saying that every budgeting app is different, but they mostly work along the same lines to help you manage your money. These apps can sync with your bank and credit card accounts to help you keep track of spending and manage your financial life virtually anywhere. The main function of these financial apps is to help you create a workable budget that you can stick to based on your typical income and spending. Some apps use a specific budgeting approach like the zero-based budget. Others take a more general approach allowing you to create different budget categories and assign money from your paychecks to those categories. Some of the other things that you may be able to do with a budgeting app include tracking spending, saving toward financial goals, viewing your spending reports, checking your net worth, and many others. The possibilities are virtually endless, depending on the budget app that you are using. There exist thousands of these apps that you can try to use whether you are using an iOS or Android device. Some even offer a web version of the app for more added functionality. But why do these apps exist in the first place? Before smartphones, people tracked their budgets in the old-fashioned way, and I mean through the use of paper and pen. When the computer arrived and spreadsheets with it, budgeting for some enthusiasts also evolved into using these powerful softwares. By using spreadsheets, people can now automatically compute the total expenses that they spent for a certain period. Spreadsheets also provided more insights into the budgets and spending habits of each individual. 
In the smartphone age, this habit of recording expenses and viewing reports further evolved into the type of technology and process that we do today. Even before the existence of smartphones, people had been using whatever technology is available in order to see where their money goes and be more educated on what they spend on. So the bigger question is, if you are not doing it yet, should you be using budget apps? The short answer is, it really depends for each person. According to an article from CNBC, having an app to create a budget and track purchases seems like a good idea. But experts say simply downloading and having constant access to an app won't necessarily result in better money management or increased savings. The article also quotes Alex Avendano, co-founder and CEO of RoboCore Systems, a platform that enables rapid and low-cost deployment of robo-advisors and financial apps, saying that the apps work, they're smart, the tech is good, and the idea of building a budget isn't rocket science, but the app can't hold you accountable. From the same article, John Rugg, president of Los Angeles-based investment advisory firm C&R Advisors, echoed the same point, saying that the eSpace has allowed high-quality services to be available and allows people to start saving early. It's a great starting point to get the ball rolling, to create a plan, get educated, and eventually invest. On the other hand, an article from PolicyGenius.com states that budgeting apps are a great solution for managing your money. With many of the apps on the market, you can categorize your spending, see your budget in real time, and also take pictures of your receipts for easy entry. Since we are all somewhat addicted to our smartphones, with an app, there isn't any excuse for not keeping up with your budget because it's literally in your pocket all day long. Apps help you keep easy track of your spending by automatically breaking out your expenses in logical categories so you can search how much you've spent on eating out or shopping or travel in any given period. Forbes.com explains further that budgeting apps continue to be a popular money management option for people who want to feel more in control of their finances. Using budgeting apps effectively starts with knowing what they can and can't do for you and choosing an app that meshes well with your spending style and overall money situation. If you find that a budgeting app isn't working for you, don't give up on budgeting completely. You may find that a budgeting software program or a budgeting spreadsheet is a better fit. Regardless of how you choose to budget, the important thing is finding a system that works for you and sticking with it. The bottom line, budgeting has been around for decades. It had evolved into an advanced form of software that many of us are using today. These apps can provide you with a comprehensive information about your spending habit. But what really matters is what you do with this information. It is one thing to see that you spent a certain amount for dining out in the past month, and it's another to do something about it in the future, based on the information that you already have. Should you make adjustments in your spending, or should you just leave the information sitting around and do nothing?
Thank you for listening to this episode of Big Brain. This episode is a curation of articles from CNBC, Policy Genius, and Forbes.com with some personal insights from me. Tune in for more podcast episodes and follow Big Brain Podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or from anywhere you listen to your favorite shows. Like and follow our social media channel handle at Brile Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and on Twitter and LinkedIn to keep you posted with our latest episodes. If you want to get in touch, drop a voice message or a question at Anchor. Just tap the link in the episode description to send your voice message. 